Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I am your host, Tim Lyons in studio, joined as always by Randy Angston. What's up, guy? <laughs> how are we doing, brother? Like a robot yeah. talking <laughs> and done this how many times? What, what episode is this? 198. What? 198. Hey, quick FYI for anybody who's doing podcasts or following podcasts. The average length of a podcast we're being told is seven episodes. We just squeaked it out. <laughs> we, we made it. We're just, you know, we got over that hump. We appreciate you guys. Any, you know, any and all reviews, obviously five stars, but it would be great. Apple iTunes is a great place to drop those reviews. It just helps our rankings. We're slowly getting a little bit more love and it's, yeah. it's kind of creeping up a little bit as of lately. So, hey, it only took, takes 200 episodes to get it going. And guys, if you're doing, if you're listening to this and you have a gym, I highly suggest looking at doing a, a podcast for the gym. We do have one here as well, Healthy Living Scottsdale. Kind of went more local with that one and uh, seems to be paying off. We have people that hear the podcast come in, our clients listen to it, get some good info and we share it across, um, they share it with their friends and family. So it's a great, great way to build the, I guess, influence your expertise level and just get the information out there. So I think a lot more gyms are starting to do it. Yeah, I think it's becoming a much bigger trend. Podcasts are just taking off. But if you're not, consider it because you will. Just like Facebook ads, right? You weren't, <laughs> you were probably resistant to that too. And now you're you're kicking your ass for not doing it sooner or faster or more or harder. Speaking of Facebook ads, that's a little bit about yeah, what we're going to talk we about today. So Topic came up in our Business Talk with Fitness Professionals Facebook group. Guys, if you're not in that group, go ahead and join that now. Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. You know, you have to be a gym owner, obviously, and we ask a couple of questions, but great group of people. Engagement's great. People are asking really smart, solid questions in there. But the uh, the question came up with Google Ads. What are you guys doing? How much are you spending? Yeah, well, that was the question. It was how much are you spending on Google Ads? How much are you spending on Google Ads? And uh, I guess it came in last night and I saw it today. And what were some of the responses? I think in total, I mean, there was like, I remember $8, 10 15 20 maybe. I think the cap from anybody who posted was 20 20 bucks a before day. Before you came in and, and dropped, dropped that on. your, your so, uh, response. So the, yeah, so the, the the responses were 8 bucks, 10 bucks, 15 20 And then I'm like, you know, hey, we're spending three fifty a day. Yeah. And- there's a reason for that. And the reason is because we're getting literally a 10 to one response over Facebook and our return on investment is at least 8X at this point. And the way we do our we do our return on investment, just you hear ROI, you hear ROAS, return on ad spend, you hear, you know, what's my return? Um, I'm looking at it as, a, you know, because we do contracts here, we do annual yep. contracts. So if somebody signs up for, and by the way, we're doing $99 a week now. It's kind of one of our hot things. We could talk about that in another episode. You know, that's a $5,000 purchase. Purchase, sure. And if we're doing 10 of those in a month, that's 50 grand, right? So 
And we're doing way more than that, by the way. Well, and you figured out, you know, at that ad spend, what did you tell me? It was like 12 grand a month? Yeah, well, in total marketing budget. $400, $400 a day is 12000 a month. $12,000 a month to make 50 grand. Sure, sure. Got now, it. granted, you don't get that back in month sure, one. Sure, it's not month one, but month two, month three, month four, those people are still paying, paying. referring, buying mm-hmm. smoothies, buying shirts, buying supplements, upgrading their memberships. And so that begs the question as to why or what is the reason why people don't spend money on advertising? And I, I have several theories around why gym owners are afraid to click another zero on that spend from sure. 220 to 200. Um, one is they don't understand that it's not truly an expense. It's actually an investment. And I know you hear this from marketing people. Oh, all your marketing spends an investment. But let's think about this. Your marketing is the act of multiplying capital. Yes, multiplying. Yep. We're putting in $5 and we're getting out $15. It's multiplying capital. So when you start seeing a return, granted, there's always a test period. You don't just blow the load and start yep. spending $500 a day without knowing what's going to happen. Well, let's just say, say you start at 50 and you move to 70, you go to 120 and 250 and on, on up. It's, it's the multiplication of the capital. So if, if I, you know, last week we, we booked, I think, 14 consultations, you know, and we closed eight of those last week. And those people are buying in at 99 bucks a week mm-hmm. on an annual agreement. Annual agreement, guys, though. So understand that, too. These are installments towards an annual payment. One total dollar amount that that person's due for the year. It's not weekly memberships. These are weekly payments towards an annual. Exactly. They're installments towards that total membership value of the year. And that's, again, a different, they're different beasts. So Mm -hmm. this is the way that we do things here at Pulse. You may do things differently, but there's a reason why this is working and why we're doing it this way. Correct. And so we do annuals and that doesn't mean you couldn't do this with open agreements, but Mm -hmm. you have to know one major thing. And that major thing is what's a client worth to your business? If you don't know that, it's very smart to find that out ahead of time, right? If you know your memberships are $200 a month and people stay for 18 months, that's, why did I do that? (laughs) Was it $3,600? So if you know on average you're spending $200 a month and they're staying with you 18 months, you know that's a $3,600 lifetime value. And then it kind of falls off from there. So if you know, if you know a client's worth $3,600, what are you willing to spend to acquire that? And, and that? and that goes to our buying customers yep. podcast. And I just had this conversation twice today, actually, with our, our private clients mm-hmm. that stemmed this whole conversation. And it's a, a lot of it's a lack of understanding, a lack of, of knowing that number. Guys, it's, it's, an, it's an average. Nothing is an absolute, right? You're not going in saying, okay, this client's worth this, this client's worth this, this client's worth this. What should I go spend? You know, you're not constantly tailoring the, the dollars and cents to the exact membership. It's, it's, everything has to be based off of those averages. Sure. But once you know those numbers, you said, you know, what you can spend to acquire a client, it really is what you should be spending to acquire a client. You know, constantly we've heard that, we've, we've said it, we've heard it. You know, he who's willing, who's able to spend the most to acquire a client is going to win. When you know your numbers and when you know you have the margins on the returns, be willing to spend more than the guy next to you. Sure. Because that is going to ensure that the people are funneling into your gym instead of his gym or the, her gym or their gym. Mm-hmm. Because 
And that's how it works. And then the beauty of it is this, I mean, that's, that's exactly what scaling marketing is. When you have a win, when you have a marketing system, Facebook ad, funnel, sales convert, you know, it's happening, right? And you can see it repetitively and you can look at that return. If you're getting a 4X return, 5X return, 6X return, put more money in the front end. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Be, that's, you need, this is exactly how to scale faster. It's the opportunity because the, the people are scared. Like, look. And that's exactly what it but is. But that's the, that's the problem right there. Yes. You can't be scared. Yes. You have to be confident knowing that number that you just said, and you have to be willing to get it out of your head that it's an expense. Like, mm -hmm. the more money I spend, the more I make. So it's, again, multiplication of capital. You got to do it. Like, let's be honest, if they're not in your gym, they're going to be at your competitor's gym. Yeah, it's exactly it. And so it's time. And so that begs the, the question, like, why Google over Facebook? And we've, we've hit this topic several times, but I think it makes a good, you know, timing to talk about it, what type of person it is. Mm -hmm. had, a, had a call today uh, with Rick Mayo, a good friend of ours, and he, and he said, hey, man, you know, we're, we've been toying with, with Google. We've been mostly in Facebook, but I could tell you, Tim, the leads from Facebook just aren't that good. And you talk to a Facebook marketer and you tell them the leads aren't good, they're going to blame it back to you. Like, no, you're no good because you're not following up with them. And I, and I would say if all the people in, those, in this business, in this industry, I can guarantee you Rick Mayo is doing, <laughs> right, he's, yeah. he's not sitting on leads and you know twiddling his thumb. His team isn't. Sure. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. So what it comes down to is the intent, the intent yes. of the person opting in. And the intent is completely different between Facebook and Google. So with Facebook, the, the pros of Facebook is they have amazing targeting. Absolutely. You can dial it down to 27-year-old female in a four mile radius that likes sports cars and walk with a limp. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah whatever. Well, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, ex leg. Yeah, it's extremely critical or hyper. So there's pros and cons to that. The pro is you, if you know your quote unquote avatar, the type of person that you would want to work with or do work with, then you can pinpoint that type of person as far as the demographics go, income area, all that stuff. That doesn't mean they're interested in personal training. Doesn't mean they're interested in finding a gym. That doesn't mean any of that. It just means that that's the type of person, what they look like. Yeah, they look like the people that are spending money in your gym. That's yeah, it. That's yep. it. So 
you got to remember that when you're putting that ad in front of that person, that doesn't mean they're interested in what you have to say or interested in what you sell. It's just that they look like the people. So if, as long as you understand that, okay, well, then go over to Google. Google has some decent targeting capabilities, definitely zip codes, definitely radiuses. You can do interest. You can, once you get into YouTube, you can really, you can really dial it in. You can say, hey, people that watch these videos, I want to show it to these because they're, you know, over here. But once you're in the Google search yep. placement, and I would probably only recommend going Google search because there's three placements when it comes to Google ads that I'm aware of. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> I, I really am just a gym owner that just toys with the marketing, but I, but I run our stuff here. Google search, you've got display uh, network, and then you've got partner network. And so if you, if you look at the Google search, that's people actively searching in Google for keywords and terms. You go to display, you're putting your ad um, on a website like the Weather Channel or CNN, where you're over here on the banner. The banner ads, You're sure. paid for placement there. And then the, the partner network is very similar to, say, Facebook, where you're on apps and you're, you know, you're in articles and things like that. That all being said, I want to be in the search. Sure. Now, search is the most expensive, but if I'm going to spend any money, and I could tell you guys from running this now six or seven months straight, all of our conversions come from search. And so why spend money in the other two spaces when everybody's come from search? So let me just put all my budget on search. So uh, I, a lot, I don't know how many episodes ago we talked about the smart campaign in Google, like how easy it was to launch. Yeah. I mean, ooh, it was probably December. Okay. Early December, maybe. Well, I, I stumbled across the, the smart campaigns in Google and I was like, oh, look how, how easy this Quick is. And, easy, yeah. and, and I was able to launch these things within minutes and I was out there for terms and it was actually keyword themes. So when you do the smart campaign, it's, it's a little bit more global. You can't, you can't fine-tune it as much as, say, running a manual one. Uh, but the problem with it, you cannot turn off the display or the partner network. And so, you know, I, I was spending money on those. And I, for whatever reason, it disappeared anyway. I can't even launch a Find smart it, campaign. Yeah. And, and for a lot of the people we, we've been talking to, they can't, they can't either. I don't know where it is. It's hidden somewhere. Yeah, I don't, maybe, yeah maybe they're doing a user interface update or something. Long, long and short of it is, uh, it forced me to create a, like, call it a manual but I built it on on uh, from scratch, and I was able to just just select Google search. And so, if you think about the people searching for personal training in Memphis, Tennessee, the intent is going to be much higher. <laughs> yeah, and it's much easier to write these ads, guys. There's no images; it's just words. You just word. You have a headline. You have like I think you have three headlines that go into this, like with the little um, what do they call that? That vertical line. It's yeah, called it's, something. Yeah. It's not a hyphen, but it's a vertical line that separates like best personal training in Memphis, Tennessee, get in your best shape, you know, rank number one or whatever. You can put those in the headline and they can do a little blurb about 200 characters or whatever. And then you can put some, they call them ad extensions where you can have like things from your website, like about us, contact us now underneath it, but it's all in the ad. And I would re recommend doing, add those on because sure. it takes up more real estate and they're, they're not seeing the, the, the one below you yet. Right away. Because they're right, yeah. they're right, you're right in front of them. So that all being said, it's, the intent is high. We drive them to our website. The website picks up the lead, goes right into our CLA. They get a voicemail, a text message, an email. 
Zach gets, you know, notified. It's all done. We're just before this yep. episode. I go, <laughs> look, here's another consultation. Booking consultations like crazy right now, all from Google, 10 to one. Like I said, 10 to one. Yeah, we're still toying with it. Sure. Uh, Facebook. And we have a couple sales last week from Facebook ads specifically, but Google ads 10 to one. That's awesome. I think a lot of it comes back to, like you said, I mean, obviously the intent to me, night and day, it makes the most sense that Google, we're seeing those people walk through the door. Yeah. Because the, Facebook, for the lack, if you guys don't understand how Facebook works, I mean, it's literally slapping people in the face with an ad. I mean, other than that demographic that you're trying to target, that's it. You know, we don't necessarily know that that person's looking for this or the intent to buy is nothing in that conversation. It's all essentially cold traffic. Mm -hmm. Now, the other side of the spectrum, like the whole idea is, right, warming up that traffic, getting them closer to making a decision to buy. Well, we're playing in the ocean. It's like jumping in a hot tub. Like these are all warm leads because these people are looking for the services that you already provide. Over on Google. On Google. And it makes, that's just, it makes the most sense. There, there's something about the, you touched on it a little bit ago, like the willingness to spend money on it though. And I think at the conversation, because I brought this up in both of the coaching calls I had earlier today, and we went back and forth, I went back and forth with each of the gentlemen and there, there's still, even when there's the, the numbers are there, when it kind of makes sense, that lack of, of willingness to just throw some dollars at it and, and know that it's going to do what it's supposed to do. There has, you have to be able to kind of bet on yourself a little bit and have well, confidence in it. I would think if you do not have the CLA in place, you might be hesitant. Sure. Because I know with our CLA and the automation in place, every lead's getting attacked full force. Yep. We have the army on the front line. They just lob over the lead and they attack, right? Boom. And then that person's in sure. and, and we're moving them right, right into a membership right away. We touched on it again. It was like the willingness to spend, but do they not bet on themselves? Then, do they yeah. not trust themselves? But the other thing is, maybe you are winning on Facebook and maybe you are winning on Google and you're getting leads and people are booking and you're, but the problem is you're never attrib the attribution. You're not attributing those consultations and those sales to the spend that you just put into Google and to Facebook. Google and Facebook. And that's, that's where kind of where, where I was going with that is if you find yourself resistance, resistant to putting more money into those things because you're unsure, the one thing that you could do is look at the data. Get clear on the numbers because those numbers are going to give you confidence. Mm -hmm. That is going to make you a lot more inclined to say, okay, I see the investment now. It's not a burden to my business. It's not an expense. It's not money wasted. There is a legitimate machine paying me $7 for every $1 I put in, $10 for every $1 I put in. Put in two, you get 14. Like that's exactly how the multiplication of wealth, i.e. marketing, works. But you need to know those numbers before you can have that confidence. And I think that everybody's operating with fear right now because nobody's looked at the data, understands the data, knows where they should be. So therefore, nothing happens. Nothing happens or you get resistance to it. So great point. You have to track where did that last person come from? Do your last 15 sales, do your last 20 sales, 25, whatever you have, and figure out where the hell these people are coming from. If you don't know that, then yeah, you are guessing. Guessing. That's yeah, it's exactly what it what it is. And that's the thing. I, I don't think anything we do with marketing is guessing. You know no, what I mean? It's math. It's exactly. It's dollars yeah. and cents, it's returns, it's there's always data and the data doesn't lie. Correct. So get get clear on that and then don't be afraid. 
The one thing that we need to mention that hasn't been mentioned is like, if you're going to be running Google ads to your website, you got to make sure that website's dialed in. You don't have calls to actions and, you know, forms that are integrated and things like that. If somebody goes to your website and they don't even know where you're at, what you do, I wouldn't run any ads to it. I would definitely start there first. If you need help with your website, we we recommend Startup Active for the website stuff. You talk to Josh and Andy over there. Those are the guys that build all of our stuff and reach out to them. They know what they're doing. They understand the process of generating leads from the website. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the websites are important again. You know, see how this goes? It goes back and forth and back and forth. I don't think websites were ever not important, but they're as important now as they've ever been. Yeah, and they're a tool for conversion like they haven't or they didn't feel like for the last few years. You know what I mean? They shouldn't be. They're the point people are coming from rather than like just a billboard. Yeah. If they make sense. If it's just informative, you need to do some work. It needs to be generating leads for you. So to recap this. Get your website dialed in and make sure it's good. Don't be a friend to spend money. Why? Because when you spend money on, on advertising and you see that it's it's giving you a return on investment, if you know your data, know your data, it's that's why I'm spending so much. Yep. Like spend more. It's easy to do once you see the return. And you can at, you can contribute the members to the ad spend directly. No brainer. You should be pressing the gas in this. So take that one, run with it. Let us know how you do. Drop a review if you have some time. We appreciate it. Uh, Until next episode, guys, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you got to do is join our private Facebook group, Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals right now. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you join, we're going to give you free access to our 10 fitness marketing strategies, seven-figure gym owners use to win. All right, I look forward to you joining us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great.